your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Now approaching 8.19, we spoke at length last week about the leak of those Panama Papers and the global fallout, politically particularly. But what about this massive bribery scandal involving the global oil industry, bringing in such names as Rolls-Royce, Halliburton, KBR, Australia's Leighton Offshore, but also here in Korea, Samsung, Hyundai and Hanwha, allegedly rigging lucrative contracts not only in Iraq, but also Kazakhstan, Libya, Syria, Africa, the Middle East, the former Soviet Union. It really goes on and on. And these firms relied apparently on Una Oil, a Monaco-based family company, which was little known until now. Let's bring in Mr. Richard Baker, investigative journalist from the Australian media, The Age, uh, and led this report jointly by the Huffington Post and Fairfax Media for six months, analysing thousands of emails and documents written between 2003 and 2011, mostly. Uh, so, Mr Baker, good morning. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Good morning. Just tell us a bit more about uh, what you discovered, because Una Oil says it provides industrial solutions to the energy sector, but rather it seems to have been paying multi-million dollar commissions to corrupt officials. Yeah, that's right. I think industrial solutions is a, uh, a deliberately vague and opaque reference to, um, to, to some of the services it provides. Look, what, what we found through that uh, 10 or 11 year span of emails from inside the company with a very sophisticated um, method of uh, operating in, in all the countries you mentioned, whereby Uno Oil would uh, be the classic middleman. It would use officials and, and contacts it had in, uh, in a particular country and feed back uh, inside information to their clients, the big-name clients like you mentioned, the Rolls-Royce or a Halliburton or a Samsung. And these, these jobs and this process, in some cases, could go on for several years. And, uh, and quite often what we found was at the heart of it, there was a, there was a promise of, um, you know, an illegal payment for those people providing that inside information. And they went to great lengths to, to obscure what they were doing. In terms of your own role in this, how did you first get wind of uh, something like this going on? So uh, in, tw in 2013, um, my, my, myself and my colleague Nick McKenzie were writing some stories here in Australia about uh, the, the Australian company you mentioned, Leighton Offshore, and their dealings in Iraq. And, and in that series there, we, we touched upon their um, relationship with this company, Una Oil, which for that point in time we'd never heard of. And what we found there that, <laughs> excuse me, Una Oil and Leighton had an agreement whereby Leighton Offshore would pay Una Oil a $50 million marketing fee for winning an Iraqi oil pipeline contract. And so that, that rung alarm bells. What do you need to pay such a big fee for that? And what would such a project need marketing um, per se? So that was how we initially came across them. And then we sort of kept tabs on things but moved on to other, other stories. Mm. And then in the middle of last year... Out of the blue, um, we received a letter at our newspaper, an anonymous letter, 
with uh, someone saying, guys, I enjoyed your story, uh, but you've only scratched the surface. If you want to know more, place an ad in the Le Figaro newspaper in Paris for a house in Sydney and put the word in it, Monte Cristo. If you do that, I'll be looking out for the ad and I'll contact you and I'll know you're serious. And um, really things uh, sort of spiralled from there. Wow. It's, it's the stuff so it's pretty, of... pretty amazing. Stuff of fiction, that, isn't it? And, and Yeah, it really is. You couldn't, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't really dream it. And and you obviously went ahead and, and did that. It seems to have been rather brazen, though, you know, not particularly trying to hide these marketing fees, for example. Uh, did they obviously feel they were going to get away with it? Uh, well, you mentioned in the introduction the, the Panama Papers story, which, of course, we all know is about the use of offshore tax havens. And so to move their money around, Una Oil created or, or established its own presence within a lot of offshore uh, locations like the British Virgin Islands or the Marshall Islands down here in the uh, in the Pacific, and so did a lot of the uh, companies or the individuals that they were paying would set up an account or a front company in a tax haven location. So the money trail was uh, was quite obscure, and and in their communications, by and large, they were very careful. But human nature, somewhere along the line, someone slips up. Uh, for an example. In Azerbaijan, uh, for years, they kept using a code name for a senior government official there who was leaking them and helping them with uh, oil and gas information. They gave him the code name of V1. And, and we couldn't find any way to find out who V1 was until someone flipped up and said, V1, as you know, has just been elected to parliament and now chairs such and such committee. Sorry, there's a, an ambulance going past me here. Um, yeah, that V1 has just been elected to a seat in Parliament and chairs this, this parliamentary committee. And we could just go and check on the public record of, of who was in charge of that committee and who'd been elected at that time, and it became very obvious who V1 was. Mm. But that was one mistake in maybe three years, four years' worth of email. Human error in the end... Uh responsible then it seems but uh, also that remarkable whistleblower and the mysterious advert that you had to place as far as um the culpability for this goes where would you spread that because uh, we've got the corrupt officials we've got the rich corporations we've got the middleman is it equal would you say or or i mean how far would you blame a samsung or a hyundai or a hanwha for example well it's a good question i mean uh, the old saying, you know, takes two to tango is, is very apt in this kind of thing. But I would probably blame the Western corporations. Um, they know, you know, we, we all sign up to to laws in in these countries, in America, in Australia, in Britain, Europe. I'm sure South Korea has similar laws mm. about corruption and foreign bribery. Um, all of us, you know, our governments and us as taxpayers fund aid programs into the developing countries in the third world for good governance and to try and stamp out corruption, yet we're hypocrites because behind the scenes and in the dark, when we can get away with it, our biggest companies, often with a wink and a nod, I would say, to parts of government, um, are doing the very thing that they ought not to. And, OK, people can say, oh, well, this is just the third world and this happens all the time, but who's fostering it? Who's paying the money if everyone actually acted according to the law and to their principles, then the demand for bribes would disappear because they wouldn't be there. Yeah.
It's like one rule for doing business in Korea or a more developed country and uh, another rule for doing business elsewhere. As far as the Korean companies, though, are concerned, you mentioned the example of Australia's Leighton Offshore before. Can you give us a better idea of what um, the Korean names were actually up to? Yes, certainly. Um, so from what the emails showed us was that three of Una Oil's um, big and, and fairly long-standing clients from Korea were Samsung Engineering, Hyundai Engineering and Hanwha. Um, and in particular, um, they did some deals in uh, Kazakhstan, um, but also in Algeria, which was a really interesting one. So what happened there was there were two major contracts to uh, refurbish two old um, Algerian refineries. And the bidding process involved Una Oil representing Samsung. And so it was quite a complicated process. But Samsung wanted Hyundai not to get the contract in the first place, but to get to push them out of the race. So it started preparing via Una Oil with some um, allegedly corrupt Algerian officials involved mm. in the project, a mechanism to sideline Hyundai, but also they needed to maintain three bidders in the tender because if other companies from Europe or whatever dropped out, the tender would become invalid. So whilst that was going on, Una Oil also engineered for a Spanish company to run dead in the race. So to pretend to be in it, but never have any intention of winning, just so the tender wouldn't collapse. And wow. then we go down the track, Hyundai and Samsung get together and work out, hang on, there's two contracts here. Let's work together. And one takes the smaller one and the other one takes the big one. Incredible then, drama, Richard Baker. We've got to leave it there. But thank yeah. you so much for no joining worries. us.